Hi friends, Pastor Joseph coming to you today, and I'm going to be reading on our day 16, Goodbye Condemnation, out of Romans 8, verses 1 through 4 for our podcast. And I'm looking forward to sharing a little bit with you from that, and then also going to read some out of the book, and so we can draw and, and learn some truth together today. But let's look at what the verses say in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 4, and I'm going to be reading out of the New International Version. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. And I also want to read a little bit of what the book says here, because I think it's really it's really good. To embrace the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Christ is to agree with God. What are we agreeing with? Well, we're agreeing that your debt is paid, your guilt is gone, what's done is done. The last words that Jesus said on the cross was, Tetelestai, it is finished. Uh, in fact, you, you get this picture of Jesus. What's he doing? He's sitting today. The sitting was a picture of finished work. And Jesus bore the guilt and shame on his innocent life and paid the price in full. It is finished. When the voice of the accuser comes, remind him of what the Redeemer has done and say, Goodbye, condemnation. I am free. And that's what Paul was talking about here in these verses in Romans chapter 8. In fact, uh, I love the statement. I've said it before on podcast, but uh, what John three sixteen is for the unbeliever, Romans eight is for the believer. It's words of promise. It's words of truth, and it's words that we hold to. And so, just like John three sixteen for you know uh, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. That's those are words of truth for you to hold on to and. And then when you come to Romans chapter 8, verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Some of the most beautiful words in all of Scripture. In fact, when you think about the context of it, right, you go back to what Paul was saying at the end of Romans chapter 7. He's talking about the, the things that I do, I don't want to do. The things that I don't want to do, I do. And, uh, you know, he's, he's talking about this wrestling that's happening in him internally regarding sin and and. Who's going to rescue me you know, from all this? And he finally points to praise be to God, thanks be to God uh, because of sending Jesus Christ. And it's because of that there's now no condemnation for those, and don't miss his position, in Christ. Spurgeon would say that those are some of the most beautiful words for us to be with Christ. And some of the most tragic birds are those that are without Christ. Well, why is that? Because it's through Christ, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. You see, what the law of sin and death does is it binds us up. You see, we're all sinners, and because we're all sinners, we are bound to death. We are uh, accused, we are held guilty to be sentenced to death. That is our punishment, eternal separation from God. For even just one sin that we've committed, that, that is enough to condemn us and to send us 
to eternal separation from God. But because of what Jesus did, right, because our lives are found through Christ Jesus, not around him, not above him, not below him, but you have to go through Jesus Christ, the law of the Spirit gives life. So where you were before, you were condemned to death. Now you're, you, you are able to live in freedom. For what the, it goes on to say, for what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sin flesh to be a sin offering. Listen, somebody could follow the law to a perfect T, but that still doesn't mean that they are going to be saved. No, the, the law is merely a shadow of things to come. And it merely points us to Christ, points us to our need for our Savior. In fact, the law just simply reveals our sin even more. It enlightens our sin. And because of that, we need Jesus. We need our Savior, Jesus Christ. And God did by sending his own Son the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. That is a term from the law, being a sin offering where it would take an animal and there would be a sacrifice that was provided and somebody placed their hand upon the sacrifice to show that it has been approved. It's an approved sacrifice, but also this transferring of sin as well that was placed from the individual upon that animal that it was the sacrifice, the offering that was done on our behalf. Friend, let me just tell you, Jesus Christ came to be that sin offering. In fact, that's why a part of why he's called the Lamb of God. The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Our sin was placed upon Jesus Christ. All the sin of the world was placed upon Jesus Christ on the cross. And so because of that, he is our sin offering. And he's been he's like us in every way, as it talks about in Hebrews chapter four. We have a great high priest who's like us in every way. He's been tempted just like us. And yet he's pure. And just like that sin offering, that that sin offering was pure. It didn't deserve to die. And yet it took our sin for us. And that's exactly what Jesus Christ did. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us. All right, it's, a, it's a requirement that's being met of God uh, in, in that he's going to deal justly with sin for those who live according to the flesh, uh, those who do not live according to, to the flesh, but according to the spirit. You have a call, and that call is to live according to the spirit. And how are we able to live according to the Spirit? Well, where the, where the Spirit of the Lord is, as it talks about Galatians, there is freedom. And, and friend, you have a freedom that's been given to you because of Jesus Christ. In, in fact, the Bible goes on to say, it talks about a little bit more there in the, in the book here with Louie as well. The Scripture says, God has removed your sins as far as the east is from the west. Yeah, if you were to take something, you were to start throwing it to the east. You know how far it would go to the east? Forever. In fact, you took something, you turned around, you threw it to the west. And you were to throw it, throw it to the west, you know how far it's going to go west? Forever. It's not going to ever reach a point of where it's going east by any kind of means. There's no limit to his forgiveness. 
He remembers your sin no more. Isaiah 43 talks about that, how he has swept away our sin. What a beautiful picture that it is. He has swept away our sin. That doesn't mean that God doesn't know that he sins. It doesn't mean that God doesn't enjoy it when we're sinning. We, he hates our sin. He hates it just like we ought to hate our sin. It means that even though we do sin, but God demonstrated his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He's not holding it against us. He's not holding it against us. He's never going to accuse us of us. Because why? There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And the way that we were able to be in Christ Jesus is because of the gift of forgiveness. The gift of God's amazing, amazing grace that he has poured out to us. And and for that, that began long before a, a little baby arrived, but it was fulfilled in the coming of Jesus Christ. Whenever he took on flesh and he became the sin offering for us, what a powerful truth for us to just be reminded of, of why we celebrate during this Christmas season. It's it's not for any of our gifts. Friend, the greatest gift that you have is the gift, the offering of eternal life that came through what Jesus paid on the cross for you. He paid the price. He paid it all, and he's offering to you the gift of eternal life today. My prayer, as you're just listening to this, is that you, you've you received that, that you, you know Jesus Christ to be your Savior and your Lord. And maybe today you just need to hear as well that there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Maybe you're living in a place today of where, even though you know Jesus to be your Savior or your Lord, you're living in this false reality of condemnation. You are feeling that you are condemned. You're you're having to carry the accusations and that you've got to try and make up for it in some way. Or in fact, you're realizing probably that you, you can't make up for it and you're trying to live in a place of doubt and insecurity. Friend, may those words ring true in your heart today for those who are in Christ Jesus. Friend, if you are in Christ, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. I love how that's that's actually at the end of Romans chapter 8. There's therefore now no condemnation on the front end, and there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Two beautiful bookends of just what the, the story of God is all about. And so, friend, I just want to encourage you in that today. Maybe you just need freedom from your condemnation, freedom from accusations and you just need to start to live in the spirit because where the spirit is there is freedom my my prayer is that you'll do that today and sometimes you just need to be reminded of the gift that was given to you eternal life eternal freedom that's found in jesus christ and i pray that during this christmas season that you can live in that freedom as well well listen god bless you guys i look forward to connecting with you more here at new vision and Always looking forward to uh, growing with you in God's Word as we continue just to explore Advent and prepare uh, for Christ's coming uh, through His birth and then uh, preparing as well for His coming again. Love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. God bless.